Hey, look, make no mistake about it. Ministry can be hard work, but sometimes we make it even more difficult because of the mistakes we make, mainly due to the misconceptions about scheduling our time. So today we're going to talk about five calendar mistakes pastors make that hurt productivity. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's episode number 355 on the Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Michael Gray. All right, Michael. How are you doing today? Pretty good. And you? I'm doing well. Just got back from vacation on the beach, so enjoyed myself. Uh, Steve Lacey is not with us today. He'll be with us in the future. So, Michael, I was on vacation, and I thought about how, when I was a senior pastor, how it was really nice to get away and, and, you know, take breaks and do all that stuff. And as I was looking at the ocean, and then I was thinking, you know, fall, we're, we're now at the time of recording this podcast, uh, it's officially fall. And I thought, you know what, it would be good to talk about, you know, fall is when a lot of pastors gear up, where we gear up in yeah. ministry to do things, summer's over, okay, now it's time to get going. But over the years, I have found, I've learned a few things, as you have too, in ministry, and that is... Uh, Scheduling is really important. So yeah. one, of, one of the things we're going to talk about today is uh, five mistakes that pastors, and this could apply to anybody, but five mistakes that pastors make uh, with their calendars that really hinder their productivity. And I learned a lot of this actually from uh, Jeff Love, the guy you work okay. with, as well as David McAllister, who is uh, a senior leader at, uh, now it's called The Bridge here in Tucson, but uh, back then it was called Tucson Community Church. So uh, when I was working with these guys, uh, I really learned a lot and I applied a lot of it when I became a senior pastor. So let's just jump into it. You were saying too that you're familiar with some of this stuff uh, with some of the things you have done over the years. Yeah. Yeah, it fits into the lane of uh, some of the strategies of life plan, and uh, it really helped me a ton uh, when I was on staff. I did my life plan and shifting some of those schedules around to be able to handle things a lot better made a big difference for me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's just jump into it, shall we? And I'll, I'll put this on the blog here. Uh, probably later today or tomorrow. We have a blog in case people don't know, just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv and you can see many times what we talk about in the podcast is the notes are in the blog. So number one, some of the uh, mistakes, common mistakes that pastors make, and it doesn't have to be senior pastors, but number one is taking Monday off. (laughs) Yeah. Monday off. Why is that a mistake? Seems like a good idea until it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, when I was uh, a senior pastor in a little town called Junction City, Kansas, we, uh, I was part of a ministerial alliance 
And uh, it was a great experience. But I worked with a lot of these guys in a ministerial alliance that came from mainline denominational churches. I was non-denominational, but they were mainline denominational. So they had a lot of traditions and habits. And one of the habits I found is that, you know, normally these guys would take Monday off. So the problem with that that I learned over the years was when you start taking Mondays off, there's, uh, you know, there's a probably a couple indicators in your life that maybe you need to look at. One is you might be out of shape <laughs> physically. And the other one is the time off you're taking probably isn't working well for you. So uh, many times, you know, hey, I've had pastors tell me this. I'm just exhausted. Sunday after the service, I'm just <laughs> wiped out. I'm exhausted. And so, you know, they're exhausted and they take Monday off. Uh, but uh, the problem with that is it really kind of puts everything back and it puts everything on a back burner. Yeah, I know we used to do that even as a staff and a team, but we shifted on that. And I don't remember, that was a lot of years ago. Yeah. Because what we discovered is there are a lot of things that happen on a weekend that require action after the weekend. Right. If the leader of the organization isn't there to help make assignments, help coordinate, help the team get the wheels turning for the week, yeah. it's really a detriment because everybody else is like, uh, I need to do my stuff and I can't do it because the leader didn't come to work today. Right, exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, some, so I'm sure somebody's going to say here, I don't know if I put it in these notes or not, somebody's going to say, well, you know, what are you saying? I don't take any days off, you know, and like, no, we're not saying that. What we're saying is take a couple days off before that, maybe take Friday and Saturday off uh, and make sure they're full days. And I think I wrote these in the notes here. It's been a while since I looked at them here. But uh, so you do want to recharge, you definitely want to get some energy going, but if you take, no. if you do it right, if you really take like in this case, a Friday and Saturday off, if you take it off completely, uh, you can be recharged for Sunday and, and the rest of the week. And so it's just so important that uh, you get sleep, that you deal with your stress management and yeah. that you invest, uh, you see taking days off, you know, other days off as investment for the future. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. My life planner really beat me up on uh, sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was not doing very well and I wasn't focused on it as a priority. And right. he's like, dude, you're functioning at maybe 80% of your capacity because you're not focusing on sleep. So I came back and met with my doctor and she helped me put a plan together and I've, I don't always, it's not a hundred percent, but I get a lot more sleep than I used to. And I'm a lot more productive because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm a routine person. So I generally go to bed every, every night around nine. My wife doesn't usually. And so it's kind of a, a deal. She comes to bed later, but I go to bed at night. I get up usually around five and go through my little routine of prayer and meditation and all that. But anyhow, all right. So <clears throat> Consider not taking Mondays off. That's, a, to me, one of the most common mistakes I see pastors do. And then everything just gets kind of uh, off track. So uh, yeah. here's another one. Number two, point number two, taking off one day a week. Taking off one day a week. So the solution for the exhaustion that, that you may be feeling on Monday is taking two 
full days off. Now I alluded to that earlier. Uh, so Friday, Saturday, maybe uh, take those two days off and then you can, you know, have your fun on those days, relax a little bit. Uh, look, everybody, almost everybody in your congregation is, is probably got two full days off. Usually there may be some, you know, exceptions to that, but most people are taking, you know, the weekend off. Most of them are at least sometime during the week, they got two days off. Right. And so you as a pastor should be as well. So we're not talking sermon preparations here. We're not talking church calls. We're not talking emails. Don't take emails, social media meetings, turn your phone off, turn your phone off and go do your thing. Nothing. Just relax. Take those two days off. So, and I would encourage people to get out and and uh, you know get some creative energy. I mean, go out and uh, you know get outside the house a little bit. Maybe if walking is is something you can do, uh, if you've got right. the weather to do it, you know. Uh, the idea of of the Sabbath for one, <laughs> let alone then another day off, is about replenishing your spirit and your soul. So you got to find something in a hobby or, and everybody's different. You know, I like getting outside. If I can hike through a forest somewhere or up in the mountains or jump in the Jeep or do a little off-roading, I, it just replenishes me in a way that nothing else does. I come back energized and more ready for what's next when I take the time and effort and schedule and be consistent about replenishment. Yeah. And I think you hit a good word there is consistent. It really needs to be consistent. It needs to be a routine. Schedule it. Make it happen. Yeah. Ministry is hard. I mean, it really is. I mean, some people, no doubt. if you've never been involved in it, well, the guy just works one, one or two days a week. What's the big deal? But it, it's really hard. It's stressful emotionally, physically. And so you've got those times to recharge. And so one day a week off, uh, and I don't think is good enough to do that. So, all right. Your health is more important than anything. And I, you know, it is. It's hard. It was hard for me. Even I knew this stuff and I went and started a church in Kansas and, you know, I had to work really hard just to survive, <laughs> you know, and, but I, I learned this a little bit too late as far as really making sure I was recharged. Okay. Number three, let's move on here as we talk about common mistakes that we make or pastors make. So here's a common mistake. I think, you know, this too, staff, staff are allowed to choose their own days off. Hmm. Why is that a problem? Why <laughs> Seems a problem? like a good idea as well. <laughs> but it goes back to what I said before, right? If you're not there on the day where you're making mis- decisions, meetings, and what, what's going to happen this week, yeah. the, the less you cross over, the less you are productive as a team. Yeah. yeah. You've really got to have everybody together. And, uh, you know, the pastor's gone on Mondays. Worship leaders gone on Wednesday, you know, it's just, you know, as a team, you've got to be together to make those decisions, to talk about the past service, to talk about the future, uh, all those kind of things. Uh, you know, it's just not a good idea for the staff just to take certain days off that are different than the senior leader. Uh, and, you know, like you said, it sounds like a good idea, but I've rarely seen it work out well, especially if you're trying to grow, <laughs> you know, and even if you're not trying to grow, you still want to take care of the needs of your ministry, the needs of your church, yeah. the needs of your people. And when, when different people are out, out of the office, uh, it, it's really hard to do that. So I would strongly encourage people 
to do that. Now, the, one of the big questions comes up is, oh, well, what if, what if there's an emergency and all the staff is, is, is not there? What, what are you going to do there? Well, my, my experience is that, you know, you need to train the support people that are there to, you know, like in my situation, we had small group leaders that would take care of emergencies. And if it was something over their heads, then maybe they would call a staff person. So what I'm getting at is sometimes what we, what's called an emergency maybe isn't really an emergency. So that's one thing to think about. And then the other thing is, okay, if it's a really valid emergency, first of all, you need to equip your, your, your support staff uh, to be able to, to handle and to discern <laughs> what is really necessary to call the, the senior pastor or call one of the other guys on or gals on. They need to be able to understand what that is, discern what that is. You know, is it really an emergency or is it not? And, yeah. and then take it from there. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, I mean, it's a valid question, right? But what if there's an emergency? But a lot of times it's not an emergency. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Qualify emergency. Uh, if, if you allow emergency, sometimes people will have an emergency every week. And so <laughs> they will capitalize your time in a way that is abusive. And so you've got to set parameters. Yeah. You're serving people. But you can't burn yourself out by over-serving in a way that you're ineffective for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. All right, chugging along here as we talk about calendar mistakes that pastors make that hurt their productivity. And number four, your work week begins on Monday. So emotionally speaking here, most senior pastors and again, I, I saw this when I was working with pastors in Kansas that were a lot of them mainline denominations. It was just a habit for them to, to have Mondays off. So most senior pastors begin their work week on Tuesdays and then it ends on Sundays. And then, you know, after the service on Sunday, they kick back, you know, and maybe uh, if they're real spiritual, they watch a football game, you know, or, or something like that. But they just kind of sit back and then they kind of, kick back on Monday and, and kind of, you know, mope around a little bit. And, and so, uh, you know, the problem is, again, as we were saying at the beginning here, is it kind of sets everything back. Uh, stuff that maybe needs immediate attention doesn't. And then you're, you're just off track. And so one of the things yeah. I've found is, you know, like uh, my work week, I've got it set up for Google to start on. Uh, well, when I was pastoring, uh, I had it. I had my work week start on Monday, you know, and yeah. And, and you can right. do that Sunday, awesome Sunday's the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. Monday's the start of the week. And honestly, what I would do is, is I, I, I had it planned out for the most part that after a Sunday service, after our Sunday services, uh, I would start the work on the next week's sermon Sunday afternoon. Sometimes it was part of my work week. And so I just, mm -hmm. I was working Sunday. So I was, you know, unless we had a Sunday night service, but I would start working mm -hmm. on my message Sunday afternoon and then I would work on it full blast on Monday, which we'll get into here in a moment. And uh, so, and what happens is, I think I cover this in the next notes here. I always get ahead of myself in these notes. But, I, I, you know, what happens is a lot of guys wait till the end of the week to do their sermons, which I think we're going to get into in a minute. <laughs> but, and that's not usually the best time. Uh, all right. So uh, where am I at here? So, you know, start it on Monday. And if you really take Thursday and Friday off or Friday and Saturday off, you know, you're going to have some energy come Monday. You'll be recharged if you do it right. Or, or what we 
talked about. All right. Anything else to add to that? No, no. I think uh, that uh, thoroughly washed. Yeah. All right. So number five, important activities should be scheduled for later in the week. So uh, one of the things I, somebody told me this thing was Brian Jones said, hold in your hand, a list of priorities. And in your other hand, a list of available time slots for your work. So then you want to rank in order the most productive time slots, most productive time slots, and the least productive time slots. So you take your highest priority, stay with me on this, and place that task in your most productive time slot. So then you do the same with your second priority and your second most productive time slot. And so uh, you kind of do this, this exercise is you do it until you have no more available time slots left. So if you're like most senior pastors, uh, you do this little exercise and you're going to have a long list of things you thought you thought were important for which you have no availability uh, time slots. So you either got to delegate them out to somebody else or get rid of them. All right. So, Again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, a lot of times these guys will start working on their sermons later in the week. And usually that happens is as the week goes on, <laughs> things have been happening, you begin to wear down and you begin a little tired, get tired. And so you start writing your messages and coming out with some things. And, uh, you know, they're maybe not your best work or at least potentially could be your better work. If you yeah. wrote your messages out or worked on your messages earlier in the week, because to me, that's, I think Sunday mornings is a very important time. It's not the most important time in the world, but what you say Sunday mornings is very important. I mean, other ministry has to go on and other things have to happen as well. But speaking Sunday morning, you know, people come, surveys have said in the past that the reason people come to a church and stay at least for a little while, is because they like the messages Sunday morning. <laughs> they like the pastor, whether we think that's a great idea or not. Right. They like the pastor. So if you're not hitting on all eight cylinders, or if you're like me and have a Ford excursion, and you have a V10, if you're not hitting, hitting on all 10 cylinders Sunday morning, uh, you know, you're not really doing your best. So if you're yeah. waiting until the yeah. end of the week <laughs> to do this, uh, you know, you may not be hitting your best stuff. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? It, it's like it's like uh, trying to do some of the hardest work that you do uh, later in the evening. For me, yeah, um, I, I don't do my best work in the evening. My brain has begun to right. slow down, yeah. and yeah. Uh, when I get up and I've had my coffee, I'm I'm most creative. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm doing my best work in those hours. Same for the week. When's that time during the week? where you're focused and really on it and got your uh, wits about you in a way that you're not distracted thinking about other things and uh, yeah. calendar calendar with that priority. That's a great idea. And the other thing too, is I've noticed too, like when I've been working with other guys, you know, you're, you're putting together a message and maybe you, maybe you have some, you know, maybe you use video to illustrate a point or certain graphics and if you are waiting to the end of the week to put that message together, then your support team that has to put together a video for you or something else that's, you know, enhances your, your message, you know, visual graphics or, or even illustrations, uh, and then you're putting them on the spot. And so it's Friday, 
you know, I got to, I got, here's my message. I got it finally done. Now I need you to do this. You know, you wanted somebody in the audio video department or something. Well, now they're behind the eight ball. Now they're running around trying to, to come up with the answer to, you know, help you illustrate your message. Uh, and so if you do that earlier in the week, then they've got time to get the right video, edit the right video, uh, or whatever it is you use to enhance your messages. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a guy that I won't get in the names, but you know, he would wait till the end of the week and then he'd want, you know, he want, hey, can you get this video for me and edit this? And we want to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it'll like, only take you 13 hours to edit this video. You can pop that out, right? Yeah, you know, no, it's, it's Friday. It's gonna be my day off. Remember how you told us <laughs> that we should honor our day off? <laughs> you know, so I, yeah, I had a guy that was do that all the time. And it was just like, come on, you know, and then, you know, it maybe it didn't look too good. It didn't come off very well Sunday morning. And, and you know, it's just frustrating. So again, calendar is the answer here. And, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to be a slave to your calendar. Just just set your priorities right and, and, and make sure your priorities are where they should be and schedule those. And then, you know, and then you can work with some other things. So anyhow, that's basically it. <laughs> uh, these are common mistakes. And look, it, it, it's, it's, it's addressed to senior pastors here because I was one for years, but it also works with anybody executive yep. or yep. even if you're not really in ministry and you're listening to this podcast, you know uh, you know, you can make this work for whatever you do in life uh, and, and, and make it work and, and you'll get the, you'll, you'll get your best, the best self of you, your, you who you are yeah. come out instead of a guy that's worn down, tired, didn't get enough sleep, stressed out, <laughs> behind on your workload, <laughs> you know, uh, get some of this stuff done. So if we can help you with this, and, and, and uh, Mike does this stuff, he, he actually works with people. Uh, plug your thing again, Mike. We, we talked about it here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Life planning. Uh, life, uh, life yeah, it's a two-day yeah. process. It kind of walks you through this segment that we talked about here is – just a fraction of it. It also really um, focuses on your family life, your personal life, yeah. and parts of you that we often ignore as pastors, because if you don't get some of that sorted, uh, you're in for a lot of misery down the road, because everything that we value takes investment of time, and you got to find ways to balance it all. And it'll catch up to you if you don't do it right. It'll catch up. That to you. is for sure. And, 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 and people, I did it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there. So uh, you don't have to be a pastor, though, if somebody wanted to hit you up on this life planning uh, deal that you have, right? I mean, you don't you, you don't have to be a pastor to to do this, right? No. Everything we're talking about is the same for every profession <laughs> every person who yeah. is professional work and have the option of setting your own times sometimes you know your job dictates a time that you got to work and how you got to work but uh when you have the ability to set your own time then then you got to be a little more uh conscientious about what's important to you and how to schedule it yeah absolutely all right so uh if anybody has any questions about this or maybe want some help with this. Uh, you know, we're a tech company, but we're more than a tech company. We've all been involved in ministry here. And that's why we do some of these podcasts are, some of them are not related to tech at all. Some of them are related yeah. to this kind of stuff, ministry stuff. So Absolutely. If, you, if you want help on that, some of this, maybe even talk to Mike about the life purpose 
planning, uh, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our companies, streamingchurch.tv. So support at streamingchurch.tv because we want to support you. We want to support your ministry, your family, and whatever we can do to help you guys. All right, Michael, thank you so much for your input today. Always a pleasure. Steve Lacey, I think, will be back with us probably next week. I'm Phil Thompson. And hey, be sure and like us uh, or give us a review. Uh, We we hope you like us, but give us a review maybe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, You can subscribe to us. It's the Church Solutions Podcast. Church Solutions Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get a review. And uh, we'd like to be able to help you any way we can. All right. So again, thank you for your time. And folks, most of all, thank you for listening or watching this podcast, depending on the platform you uh, view us on. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you again next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast.